What is up, beautiful people? And welcome back to another fabulous installment and rendition of What? The Bitch Report. I am your Brista from Another Mister here to assist you, Brenda Paramore. And I am joined by my wonderful co-host. The frantically adjusting their volume Aries with a buttery voice, Kay. <laughs> I uh, almost forgot to cut down the volume in my headphones so that way you're not getting picked up by my mic. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, well, it happens. It got adjusted. Look at God. Now, mm. you know, <clears throat> before we go any further, uh, dolls, this is going to be a spoiler episode. You know, insert noise here. Spoiler alert. It's coming. We will be heavily, and I mean heavily, discussing black panther wakanda forever so if you have not seen it darling and you do not wish to experience any of the spoilers that we are going to lay forth on these here microphones on this evening please put this in your listen later list and come back to us okay all right but with that said darling how you doing <laughs> that was seamless well done I tried my best. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so in short, she's feeling accomplished. She's feeling intelligent. She's feeling amazing. Um, yes. I actually had a bit of a chat with my dad on the way home from work today. Um, and just kind of talking about it, I kind of realized that I'm a little bit amazing. And it sounds a little yeah. conceited, but how many people do you know have participated and competed as a strong man and a power lifter, uh, can have some flavor of conversation in four separate languages, five if you count AAVE as a separate language, which you should, um, yes. who is, who, like, just those two things alone, like, how many people can lift 600 pounds and can ask you the same question in English, French, Spanish, and sign language? So what I'm getting is we need to have more of these moments where we put ourselves on stage and give ourselves a pat on the back. Maybe a little bit. But yeah, yeah, that that was definitely a confidence boost because actually saying it out loud and hearing my dad's stunned silence at the realization that I can do that in four separate languages and just me being very smart in general. Yes, I'm fluffing myself up, but also uh, the sun is being a raggedy bitch and not being out as much, so I need to tout myself up so I don't get the permasads. <laughs> not the permasads. Listen, <laughs> like, winter is hard for me. Like, I, gen- I-, I get seasonal affective Let's disorder see. pretty bad. So this self, this not false self-aggrandizing is doing wonders for my self-confidence um in addition i have finished uh the first part of five uh for a certification course that i'm taking which is going quite well look at god um i'm also looking at finding uh alternative employment as expected uh wonderful Mm mm-hmm get on out of there. I'm hoping to get something work from home, but as long as it's related to doing stuff with computers and maybe once in a blue moon uh, interacting with people, I'm actually okay with this. So anyway, how about you, Zolan? How you, Zolan? I'm sorry, I want the answer. I'm actually doing pretty good over this way, too. Um, Trash. 
go big baby go big um t-shirts coming soon <laughs> anyway um, i'm actually doing pretty good um there's always some drama at work but it, corporate america girl i have been working with my therapist and honey we are at the stage of we see it we recognize it but we do not and i repeat we do not let it entangle with our energy so most days I sit there and watch and other than that I'm on social media doing something else to not pay attention to bullshit and collect my coin um, mm-hmm. but beyond that um, things have been good I have cooked a lot this week which is you know that's my happy place when I'm in that kitchen going down um, we went to go see the the film we went to go see the new Black Panther in in garments that we made ourselves Mm-hmm. Like, can we have a moment? Caftans yeah. that we constructed, bitch. Like, if you have not seen the pictures, duels, it is on Facebook and Twitter. I know Twitter got a lot going on right now, but we ain't paying for no oh, checkmarks. Okay. Honey. Oh, right. oh, so, honey. Oh, oh honey. Oh, <laughs> honey. I just <laughs> I just read something right before actually a little bit before we uh we started recording. Oh no. I, I, I'm a little afraid for the status of the platform in the next like month. I'm not yeah. even being dramatic either. Like, can we talk about the status of the world? Like, not only is Twitter going down, like there is now thoughts and ideas that there are about to be massive layoffs in the logistics field. Girl, the recession is coming. Elon Musk is coming. Global climate change is coming. Like, chop chop, bitch. We got to pick it up because mm-hmm. it's all caving in on us, girl. Yep. And for those who but, don't, I very strongly recommend start starting to learn uh, various skills that aren't necessarily related to a job. Yes. Be it survival Corporate skills. Corporate America's coming down, coming down. Coming honestly, down. Oh, anyway. <laughs> honestly, okay. I'm here for it. Yes, please, please. Down. All the way down. <laughs> yes. Because you um, ain't around. My, daughter. my whole world's up, side down. <laughs> <laughs> my whole world's up side down sleep don't come easy anyway <laughs> wow <laughs> so um shall um, we keep yeah, the beginning my- so uh, shall we keep the beginning section short so we can uh, give the kids at home the full-fledged experience of us discussing Wakanda and its foreverness? You know what? I say yes. Let's go ahead and wrap this up and dolls get you some tea, get you a nice cold beverage, um, and maybe a couple of tissue because I can't promise that I won't cry because this movie was very emotional so we just wanted to give y'all that heads up and we'll be right yep be right back and welcome back oh boy um so if look if the title was not obvious dolls um the today's bitch report is on wakanda or more accurately grief 
in Wakanda, which I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We kind of talked about it when the trailer and stuff dropped, but I do strongly feel like um, taking a second look at it in the lens of the entire movie is going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot more to it. This might be a bit of a long one, so, you know. Brace yourselves, gird your loins. I mean, additionally, kind of like know, just talking about grief. You pause know, the podcast. People of color. You know, like Again, like you said, we've talked about this before, but now with watching this movie, now with seeing the film and no, having the full story, mm-hmm. the way grief hit in this movie was mm-hmm. nothing like we assumed and thought mm-hmm. from that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess we can kind of, we're not going to have like any very specific structure to it. We're just going to be kind of popcorning back and forth between like the movie itself and maybe um, some of our interpretations of grief and things related to it. Um, So don't expect any structure, but do, before we begin, brace yourselves. There are spoilers ahead, and we cannot be held responsible for any elements of the plot that are revealed. You have been. <laughs> oh yeah, daddy. <laughs> what you mean, like every other queen that saw Tena Cuerta like as um as a Namor? Now you know, you know, Mama like her thick boys. But when I say I would suck that little boy like a chicken leg bone. <laughs> Right. <laughs> snatch his soul, spit it back into him, and snatch it again. Oh, oh, Lord, that man. He, see, my, I'm not as l- thoroughly lusty as most of the internet is. Granted, he is an incredibly attractive individual. Hmm. I'm also just kind of here for his personality and that megawatt smile. You know, and I think it's the smile that got me like, Want to take it so like let's be real. I'm a sucker for a good smile, good smile, nice hands, and nice feet. Them like the three mm-hmm. basic seasons you need to at least get in get an invitation to my bed, you know. And and I'm sure he's got all three. He does. I have no in, I have no input on that last we one. We saw it. We, we we saw the teeth. We saw the feet, and we saw the hands all on screen. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we just take a brief scoot over to the fact that his fast flying looked like skating? <laughs> looked like anyway, rollerblading. <laughs> um, it looked like it was giving a little bit of a Jupiter ascending, and I actually love that movie as terrible as it was received. I, I think we've talked about it before. I think we talked about it specifically at the theater. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, but uh, let's let's try to go semi sort of kind of a little bit chronologically. Okay. Oh, this this movie came out the gate, coming for some coming for the tear ducts. Facts. The introduction, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The comic strips and different like shots blended together of Chadwick was oh up. the Marvel intro the Marvel okay intro. yeah you said the beginning yeah, fall no 
<laughs> no, no, I know, I know. I was actually more talking about um, Shuri uh, frantically trying to print, trying to like uh, 3D print a synthetic heart-shaped herb um, because of an undisclosed illness that befell T'Challa, which, I mean, honestly, there were a bunch of different ways they could have gone with that, one of which I would have had to find Ryan Coogler and personally fight him for. Um, Damn. <laughs> no, because if he had the nerve to fucking make like a CGI Chadwick to try to do something like that, no, 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 it's on site. Um, you know, I was totally expecting that, and I was so happy that they didn't do that. So you and <laughs> me, both. I, I love synchronicities today. I'm kind of over it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but. I I feel like that was like an undisclosed like thought or fear that we both had, and we were like relieved mm-hmm. when it didn't. And then that Marvel that. intro slides in with nothing but footage, uh, and it's purple instead of red too. Yes. But slides in with nothing but footage of Chadwick across all of the Marvel movies, interspersed with comic uh, panels of um, you know uh, Black Panther. Phenomenal. Ooh, absolutely phenomenal. That was so much. It was so much. It was. It it it, and, it hit all the right senses and all the right triggers. They, mm-hmm. Marvel knew what they was doing. And then to turn around and have that go right into the funeral with everybody wearing all white. Mm-hmm. And for the spiritual dolls out there, everybody know when you in an African ceremony, funeral, wedding, any ritual like that, the the elders, the family are in there. So to have that represented, to have that out there, oh, 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 I just. I will say, though, that somebody was too geek to be in the shot at the beginning as they were, like, having the procession go. Uh there was somebody like to the left of the view to the left of your view as they were starting the procession. Um, he was dancing along with the rest of the people, but there was just something about how he was dancing and moving that he grabbed my attention and did not let it go. He was, he, he was kind of tall too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I caught that. I was like, Oh, okay. I see you over there. Um, but like having, but taking half a step back, because this, this I am going to end up mentioning this later, or I guess mentioning it, it, yeah, later. But having Queen Ramonda not having her headdress on and having her locks exposed to tell Shuri that he passed. Mm-hmm. And making sure that it is seen that, you know, she had locks at the very beginning of the movie. And then the fact that they were gone for the rest of it. That she cut it off and she cut them off in mourning. Yes. And for the again the dolls out there, quick quick lesson. Hair holds on to energy. It's an extension of who we are. So, in African and a lot of other POC cultures, but mostly African culture, when someone passes away that was close to you, to symbolize that mourning and letting go the locks and or hair is cut to begin a new yeah um 
Let me think. What happened after that? Um, the machine underground looking for hybridium. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, um, France tried it. She tried it. She really did try it. <laughs> like she really tried it. Um, so the 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 French commandos trying to break into a Wakandan outreach center. And the way that that scene was intercut, like, because it was, it happened like the night before, obviously. But having the the infiltration scene intercut with Queen Ramonda just reading all the girls in the UN. Right? Like, it was giving me hardcore Electra vibes, and I ate mm -hmm. it up. But, like, (laughs) they open up the vault. One, they have somebody who is very intently covering up their head and face, open the vault, and then out of the vault walks none other than Okoye, and it's revealed that the person that opened it is another Dora, and they immediately move into, they immediately get in formation (laughs) and kick some ass, and honestly, the the line with her talking to the UN that gagged me to the moon and back was the comment on the potential of you. Please tell me you know what I'm referencing because I don't remember the full line enough to give you the Oh, no, I, I know what you were referencing, but I was like, context. is she going to go into more detail? Is she going to explain to the girls mm-hmm. why that was so powerful? Because <laughs> it was, it was, it was her flat out saying, we don't share this because we know what you are capable of, what you have done and continue to do. You colonizers are not worthy. Period. Like. Mm hmm. Anyway. And then they had the nerve to try and steal it to prove her point. Which kind of connects to like some of the most recent episodes we've been doing. Cause girl, shut up. Y'all mad that you can't get your hands on vibranium that the black community this african country has this you know this most indestructible metal how dare and you know what it's my show i was about to censor myself how dare the niggas have something that the white folks don't girl i won't know and why do white people feel entitled to everything before y'all need to hear no more often period (laughs) and y'all don't like it you told me no like this this i feel like this this is a problem that y'all mamas should have handled, like or whoever raised you should have handled. You should have been told no a long time ago and been able to handle that no. And since you motherfuckers weren't told no, and when you finally get told no, you don't know how to handle it. That's why, I, you know what? Nope, we're not gonna go there. Mm-hmm. We're trying to stay. We're, we're, you know, we're staying in black people mm-hmm. business. And that's in Wakanda. Um. <laughs> so let me think. What happens after that? So we leave the UN. Uh, oh god what happens after so that? leave the UN then um, that's when we get the first introduction of uh, our our character we were talking about earlier <laughs> okay so after the UN uh, that's when um, Ramonda takes Shuri out to um, try to help get her to mourn mm-hmm. in accordance with damn train <laughs> No worries, and I heard somebody honking outside. I'm like, did the mic pick that up? Shit. <laughs> no, like I can I can hear the freight train like outside of my headphones and also through my in ear monitoring. Jesus. 
Yeah. Anyway, so Queen Ramonda tries to get Shuri to mourn, and Shuri's just like, "No, it's that. That's not my tea." And then no. I forget how did they pronounce it in the movie? Did were they saying Namor or were they saying Namor? Because the latter actually is how he The latter is what was said. Like some people was pronouncing it so, differently, but when he said his name it was the latter. Okay, so then I will try to stick to how he yes. said it, because that's how he introduced himself. Namor. Um So Namor pops up out of the water right by the queen and princess just evading all of their damn defenses. And the fact that Queen Ramonda, A, as the ruler of the country, was still standing in front of her daughter because she's a mama first. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> like, and that was said, that was brought up multiple times in the movie. Like, I don't even know if you caught this, but there was at one point um, in the movie further down, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, where... Um, one of the characters was like, you just told the queen no. She was like, I told my mama no. When she said, I told my mother. Mm-hmm. But I, I love mm-hmm. that. like, Because it brings more human characteristics to a family like that, a royal family. Unlike, you know, people who, if you watch The Crown, you don't necessarily get that, right? You know, yeah, she was a mom, but she was still the queen despite being a mom. And this was well, kind I'm of like, I'm sure. still a fucking mom despite me being a queen. Well, I mean, I'm also sure that, I'm also pretty sure that the rulers of Wakanda weren't, you know, directly related, but that's another story. (laughs) Anyway, back to what we were talking about. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it's called the Habsburg Chin. Um, so, Namor, uh, somehow also brings up the thing that was sniffing around for, uh, Vibranium. Um, we got some some very interesting moments where Tena Cuerta has that a certain ability to be simultaneously nice but also very quietly threatening. Mm-hmm. It was good too, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm like, it was good. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, had it had it. It was like a very. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you this. It was a very uh, ass-told situation. You will go get mm-hmm. the scientists who made this and bring them to me. <laughs> or we're going to have a problem. Hey, it was one of the other sweets. Like, <laughs> you're not getting both. Mm-hmm. So which then that sends Miss Shuri looking for the scientists and calling some connections and finding out who Mm -hmm. the scientist is. And we are introduced to another young black female scientist that was selling her young black and gifted. That was selling her knowledge, baby running a business to do homework and projects for her college mates and charging money for it. Can can we talk about, can we, can we just, can we just respect the hustle? Because like, (laughs) She said, she said, that's not enough. That was yesterday's price. I said, yes, niece. <laughs> she said, uh-uh. She took his phone out his pocket and paid herself. Like, oh, no, nah, baby. Where's my coin? She I said, do I don't argue with you lazy bitches. I just raised my price. Oh. <laughs> 
because I'm a savage. Also, <laughs> anyway. Also, quick sidebar: uh, the lady playing Riri, um, if I remember correctly, was also. Uh, oh God, I cannot remember her name. Um, she was quote unquote the new one. Um, in the movie The Old Guard. Yes, it says you showed me that. And uh, have you watched it yet? I have not. No, honey, it ain't even been a week. Oh. <laughs> and what about it? It's been busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, she already she's very much established herself as being comfortable in an actiony position, and also you know coming across as intelligent, but like black and excellent and intelligent and unapologetically black and excellent and intelligent and I simply live as the read was like black oh. excellence okay <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the shooty talking about Okoye's ashy foundation <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the the jokes and the jabs in that entire exchange with them it's gorgeous absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. this is the second time now that okoye got like <laughs> talked about because of something on her head because like the first movie had that wig that she looked so uncomfortable in like she was not here for that wig in the first one and as soon as she got the chance to use it for a reason other than just getting rid of it she did i can't <laughs> and now she's just got some ashy foundation I also love, like, and I mean, it's probably because Miss Rihanna was involved, you know, with music and stuff like that. But they were really kind of pushing, like, black businesses and being, like, talking about Fenty makeup and stuff like that. And I I don't know if I've said this on this show, but I've said it on my previous podcast. I find huge respect in the Fenty makeup line because they don't do the bullshit that all these other companies do. Like, Autumn Chestnut, are you a mocha no it's like number 44 number 62 number four like it's just shades it's numbers like you don't have to describe your skin complexion in some fancy word to make colonizers happy are you a mocha are you a cafe (laughs) no bitch i'm black like why the fuck do i gotta my skin gotta be are you almond no bitch i'm number 62 black bitch Ugh. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, I, I was happy. With oh that. yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do distinctly remember the. Oh yeah, it's Fenty. I, I don't remember the number Shorty said, but it was like, oh yeah, it's Fenty forty seven. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was here for it. Hmm. But then Shorty goes, okay, I, you're staying here because I can blend as a student. Because Shorty at this point, I think, is supposed to be like. Maybe twenty early mid twenties. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she's supposed to be twenty one ish because this one takes place uh, five ish years after the first movie. And if I remember correctly, she was supposed to be like fifteen, sixteen. She was supposed to be like sixteen in the yeah. first movie. But yeah, she's like around that twenty one, twenty two so. mark. Right. Um. But yeah, she sneak. She manages to get her way in. Um. And. You know, she and Riri have a moment. Okoye somehow manages to just apparate into the damn dorm's bathroom. Because she told her she had six <laughs> minutes. <laughs> she said, no, no. She said, you've got five minutes. I gave you five yeah. minutes. Oh, no. I said five minutes. 
I gave you six. Yeah. She was like, you had this much time. Time's up. <laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> and then, like I said, just the the drag about her foundation was hilarious. Um, I mean, maybe I guess the next big like next big scene was uh, they are trying to get Riri to Wakanda. And in the midst of that, <laughs> it is de- it is detected that um, they. Oh no, we completely oh, skipped a scene. Well, yeah, because the well, no, because they were trying to get her, and then the FBI shows up. Oh no, honey, we completely skipped a scene. Oh shit, my bad. We did. We completely skipped the introduction of the Talakanil and their siren song. That lull lured so many soldiers to jumping into the water. I thought that was that was much earlier. That established that that had to happen earlier in order to establish them as a force in the movie. So their appearance now won't be as weird. True. So yeah, we skipped that earlier because that was when they found the machine digging for vibranium, and because the soldiers got walked off the barge or whatever over the chain. Mm-hmm. And uh they they uh just got re- took care of all of them pretty much. Pretty much. But anyway, <laughs> now back to um the chase, which the chase was good. I was here for the music. Um I was here for the action. It was really nice. Like she Miss Riri had her own Iron Man suit. Like beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was here for it. Uh Koye doing mm-hmm. her, her her thing as always in a car. Now I will say Shuri played the shit out of her by being like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get in the car. And then I think she put like one of her beads on the car and made it drive off. And then she jumped on a motorcycle. I was here for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they run it from the FBI and then bum, 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 here comes our, uh, our, uh, I don't want to call it, well, I guess he is technically the villain, but yeah. Antagonist. The antagonist. Here comes our antagonist. Um, and his crew, yet again, the sirens singing. And it's a whole show on a bridge, and I was here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking up the cast right now because I'm I'm looking up the cast right now because I'm trying to see, um, because they definitely they made a, a bit of a um, rivalry between Okoye and one of uh, one of the uh, Talakanu. Yes, one of the Talakanu warriors. Um, where do 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 do? We'll pause here while Kay looks up the cast list. <laughs> oh, Atuma! There we go. Atuma. So I have y'all hear noises in the background. Two of my children are in my living room, and they are cackling the house down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. Now that I've got his name, uh, Okoye and Atuma kind of establish a rivalry. Uh, to the point that uh, when they when the Talakano, uh warriors pop up and try to capture Riri uh, at all, um, Okoye goes to fight him, and they're going back and forth and trading blows, and it looks amazing. And at one point, he disarms her, and as an honorable warrior, picks up her spear and gives it back to her. Can we talk about it. Like that's not something that's done or talked about or discussed a lot. Because you got everybody out here and their mama who want to hold a gun and a Glock. Like they doing something, they being big shit. 
but they're not honorable out here in the streets. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, they ultimately successfully nab um, Riri and Shuri. Which kicks off Um, a whole bunch of other bullshit back in Wakanda. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because they end up having a roundtable with all the elders and stuff, including uh, May She Rest in Peace, Ms. Dorothy Steele, as one of the elders. So remember, like, the elder elder? Like, she was definitely somebody's Mm -hmm. Um, She actually passed away shortly before the film released. And I think that the first movie was one of her, like her first major role in a movie. And I simply live. Um, but a that whole scene, that whole roundtable scene with all the elders and with Mbaku walking in, uh, munching on a purple carrot, like loud as hell. And I, <laughs> yeah. not that I. <laughs> I'm just so here for the for the development of Mbaku because he was kind of, he was very much a very small character not literally in the first movie. Like he popped up, was hilarious and then wasn't as prominent. And then in this one he's a lot more prominent and actually plays kind of a um advisory role. Uh, to Shuri. He said that was his promise to T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, wait, wait. Was that the... You you bald-headed demon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but Miss Okoye, her, the round table situation is steeped. Of her status. Not Streep. Streep. <laughs> of her status is Dora Milashi. <laughs> As general of the Dora. And this is where the line that we heard from the trailer pops up yes. out of uh, acting ass Angela Bassett's mouth. Um, she almost... Like, Okoye has... The, uh, Okoye has the bald-headed gall to say, "I have I not given everything? And Queen Ramonda replies with, I am queen of the most powerful nation in the world and my entire family is gone. Have I not given everything? When that line was delivered, I was having flashbacks of Hidden Figures with Taraji's big scene. Ooh. Oh, oh, girl. Oh, I was oh, sitting there that, like, oh. Oh, that, oh, that, that was the, that was the, um, I had to go to the bathroom. The, and I, and I work like a dog day and night. Drinking Living off a coffee out of a pot that none of you want to touch. Yes. Yes. It was giving me that when Miss Angela Bassett delivered that line. Like we, we get, we get that line in the preview, but the force, the two get the full story and the see the scene in which that line took place. Oh, baby. She was giving me to Raji, honey. Mm-hmm. And Okoye's one thug tear before she yep. left. Oh, it was great. It was <laughs> perfect. But then we... And, like, you, 
I was gonna say, and she and, and she really couldn't do anything else. Like she just put her spear in the ground, turned around, and left. Because yeah. what else can you do behind that? Nothing. Like there ain't no way you can really stand on a leg behind that statement. It's just, it's just not. Period. Mm-hmm. Um. And we got a tour of the underwater throughout city. the movie. Next. Oh, that was beautiful. But I want to like pull over real quick. Um, throughout the movie though you can still kind of just feel that everybody is still trying to cope with the loss of T'Challa. Yeah, it's it's very not talked about, but very present. Like, and, and what everybody is doing, they are all still saddened by the loss of their king, you know? And dare I say, like, because his death was so sudden, like, even filming, like, how weird could that be? Like the last time we were on this set was with this person and now they're not here. So I feel like that energy was twofold and it was very real and it came through on screen. Mm-hmm. Especially with Angela. Cause if I remember correctly, she and Chadwick actually were friendly outside of the movie. Yeah, they were, I think they were like close. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. What's next? I mean, well, the the big, I do want to try the to big spoiler is kind of next. And that's where I was going to kind of tell a story because that's right after the, the city and the big kind of epic battle. Because mm-hmm. at this point, we uh, go to Talokan, right? Yeah. So they showed the city. Um, he tells Shuri <clears throat> the story of how he he was born, how his people came about. And how they got into the water and how they got to the sea and how the city was built and cultivated. <clears throat> and spoiler alert, a lot of it is because colonizers came and fucked shit up. It's facts. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> no, no, like, like literally, literally it was colonizers brought smallpox and they tried anything they could to get rid of yeah. it, which included that vibranium laden plant. Yes. And, um, this is the first time they use the word mutant in Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's during his story. Um, while they are there, he is basically saying, you know, he can't let go of Riri, the scientist, because um, he has to, like, take care of his people. And, oh, my God, I can't remember her name. Oh, God, what's her name? T'Challa's girlfriend. <laughs> Nakia. Nakia. Nakia comes in because uh queen ramonda has called her and was like hey i need you to go get sure and so she finds her she kind of breaks in <laughs> she sneaks in Hang, oh wait 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 we are skipping a lot of context there oh, though okay all right because there's the context of like namor specifically telling ramonda do not try to rescue or there will be a problem yes <clears throat> among other things happening, but also Shuri getting a tour of Talokan at one point, um, which was absolutely gorgeous. It was. It really was. It was a beautiful city, beautiful underwater city. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact that the Talokanio, um they looked blue on the surface, but looked regular tan-colored underwater. Right. 
they didn't discuss that much. Like, it's the little details. I love that. It's the little details, but I love that. And also the fact that uh, Namora, his cousin, uh, her headdress was based on a lionfish. I did not know that. Like, I I ended up playing uh, Stranded Deep a little bit at one point after we saw the movie and caught a lionfish, and I go, wait, <laughs> wait. But yeah, um, God, there's so much, and like I kind, there's a part of me that wants to like fast forward a little we bit. Kind of have to if we looking at the claw. <laughs> oh God, um, yeah. So then we can fast forward a good chunk of, uh, like I said, uh, Namor showing uh, Shuri around Talokan, mm-hmm. um, Nakia rescuing the uh, both Shuri and Riri, mm-hmm. um. And we can actually skip way ahead to, uh, wow, I just lost my train of thought. Well, Shit. once they get back to Wakanda and oh, start yeah. building, they then attack mm-hmm. Wakanda. They come in and we lose Queen Ramonda. However, after Namor throws in a bunch of these water grenades that the Talakano have perfected, um, it floods the throne room and blasts uh, Ramonda and Riri into a very deep pit of water. Ramonda, instead of saving herself, swims down and goes to pull Riri up out of the water, but ultimately, but ultimately sacrifices herself in the process. Yes. And... And so now that was a hard scene for me. Like that, not necessarily her scene of like her sacrificing, right? Cause I have done that plenty of time, but her funeral, which is like the very next scene and mm-hmm. Shuri, like Shuri's face, her mannerisms. I know that feeling like when my grandmother died, I, I shit you not. That's how I felt. I became so cold. To the world and I became so numb and those feelings that I haven't felt in a long time like you know thinking back about my grandmother's passing like came flying forward in that fucking theater and I had to be like yeah no 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 we gonna watch this movie we we not gonna do that but I had to process it later for sure mm-hmm. so yeah that was a hard hard yeah. scene <laughs> Yeah, no, Shuri, like, that's, like, her first her brother and now her mom. Yeah, like, that was hard, hard. It was also very much unexpected. It was. It was, it was left field. It was, like, my mouth hung open. Because all you see mm-hmm. is, like, her head floating in that, like, part of the throne room. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And they successfully CPR... Or Wakandan CPR, uh, Riri back to life, but they couldn't get Ramonda back. Yes. Also, y'all may uh, occasionally hear my partner and or roommate giggling in the background because they are playing Pathfinder. <laughs> and I already said my kids are being loud in the, in the damn living room. So, <laughs> And then mm. um, <clears throat> because we are running very, very, very <laughs> short on time because this movie... And the reason we have taken so much time and discussed so much is because, one, I, I really want to stress, like, a lot that I really want people to go see this film. 
And I hope that people who have seen it and are listening to this, because we talk to girls who haven't to, you know, stop. I really hope that people have seen it, like understand why this film was so meaningful, at least to you and I. It's, it's one thing again, to be a person of color and to see people of color being excellent on screen, like to sit in this seat and to literally see a depiction of what life could be like if there wasn't all the bullshit from colonizers or the, you know, the constraints of society. Like you saw black excellence, you saw black power living, thriving, being great while also facing very humanistic things as royalty. Mm-hmm. Free, I also want to jump like, in. I, I also want to jump in though, because there's more to it too. There's the thought of the, the indigeneity of blackness and how we may not be indigenous to, you know, the Americas to turtle Island, but we have a homeland and the black and indigenous solidarity that the movie ties itself up in at the, uh, you know, towards the end. Um, it, so we, we're going to have to, since we are trying to stay on time, uh, let's skip ahead to Shuri, uh, using a part of the bracelet that Namor gave her, um, to synthesize, uh, an, a heart-shaped herb. And girl, who she see when she take the heart-shaped herb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and girl, that was another hard thing, because honey, I have been there when you like, you turn to them ancestors and the only ones that there is the ones who got that same pain as you. Baby. <laughs> That's a very dark road to travel down. <clears throat> and trust me, mama has traveled it. Okay. As did Shuri. So, ooh. <laughs> I was sitting here like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was happy she did turn it in the end, though. I, I was praying mm-hmm. she didn't go there. Because if she would have killed him, Mm-hmm. It would have been, that would have been game over. Yeah. She'd have been stuck in that. That energy. would have been a big. Exactly. And that would have been a big problem because while most people, including like the comic book, other characters and non uh, Talakanu people call him Namor. Uh, his own people called him Kul Kulkan. The feathered serpent God, if I remember right. And. To kill a god, to kill the god of a society that claims to have enough fighting force to overwhelm even Wakanda and its advanced technology would have been a very bad move. And at the same time, especially given given the uh, the fact that his actions directly caused the death of Ramonda at the same time. I, I, there's a part of me that couldn't blame her of course, for doing it. Had she done it? I, I, I wouldn't have blamed her, but I know because I've been the person to take that road again. And I've been the one to not, it wasn't a life or death situation, but I've been the one to make those dark decisions 
and have gotten stuck in that energy mm-hmm. for so long. So for looking at it from that perspective, I was very happy that she did to do it. If she would have, yeah. I would not have been able to blame her because you killed my mother. Mm-hmm. But we can fast forward a little bit more to the very end. Oh, God. Where the emotions. Shuri, Shuri A disappears from Wakanda and finds herself in Haiti. Which it's I wonder if that's how Haitians pronounce it and and because I'm used to just hearing Haiti. Um it's Haiti. But they definitely made sure to because the normal spelling of it has a trema over the I. A trema umlau diaphoresis, I think is the word for it in English. Um but either way, the two dots over an I instead of the single tittle. Um, which is actually the term for it. Um, so I'm just going to uh, um, assume that that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. So feel free to, if you think that I should be pronouncing it a different way, feel free to reach out or leave us a comment on your preferred method of reaching out to us. <laughs> anyway. Um, so earlier in the movie, uh, Nakia tells Shuri that she always has a home with her in Haiti. And so... Shuri effectively takes Nakia up on that offer and finds her way there. And as she goes there, she also makes a small fire. And in accordance with the ritual that her now late mother tried to get her to do before they met Namor, uh, she takes her funeral clothes and burns them. And for the first time in the movie, Shuri actually starts crying for mourning. She allows herself to have that moment. Mm-hmm. And as that happens, the music swells and Rihanna starts singing, Lift me up. Yeah. And I was, I was on the verge. I was on the razor's edge of tears. Same. I was like, I was, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to hold it together. And the credits start rolling and I'm like, okay, I made it through. And then... <laughs> And then... Girl, the gag, the gag of the century. The the mid-credits scene, which if you're listening this far and still want to go see the actual movie, um, there is only a mid-credits scene. There is not a post-credits scene. Save your bladder. Mm, Yes. So mid-credits scene pops up and Shuri is kind of recovering from finally letting herself let go. And Nakia walks up, except this time she walks up holding the hand of a young boy. Getting chills just at talking about this, it. <laughs> at this, my hands immediately go to my face going, no. And no. I'm just sitting next to you, gagged, mouth on the floor, has rolled several feet in front of me and down further to the screen. Like, I'm just like, oh! <laughs> and so... The kid introduces himself as Toussaint, which, for the historians among you, his name is apparently supposed to be a reference for Toussaint Louverture, uh, the leader of a Haitian rebellion. wonder why that name sounded familiar. Except, except that is only his Haitian name. Yes. Much like how... Oh, what was his name? Eric Stevens? A.K.A. Eric Killmonger had the Wakandan name Njidaka. Mm-hmm. 
son of Njobu. We have Toussaint as his Haitian name and Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Yep. And that's what and got at me. that point, I was a mess. I was a sobbing ass mess in the middle of the I'm getting misty over here just talking about it. I got chills going on my spine. Like, it is a fucking phenomenal film that addresses so many issues. It makes, it lets royalty be human. It allows black, Hispanic, POC people to be seen heard represented as royalty and it, gods it also and this was something that I really wanted to make sure that I mentioned it depicted black pain without it being black pain TM without it being slavery this without it being segregation that without it being Rosewood and uh, Black Wall Street and this, that, and the other, uh, other you know, traumatic events surrounding blackness. It is black pain without the spectacle. It is the type of pain that every person can kind of relate to in that they lost a family member or someone else that they were close with. Great. And seeing that depiction was huge for me because I have been so fucking unbelievably tired of rehashing this segregation story, rehashing that segregation story. Ooh, how about from this person's perspective? How about from that person's perspective? This is part of why Black Panther and subsequently Wakanda Forever were such breaths of fresh air because it centered on us without it being about our historical pain. Facts. It and oh my god, it was as much as watching them go through the pain of trying to mourn T'Challa, as much as that hurt at the same time, it was still refreshing to actually see it depicted as such. Yeah, it, it's, it's black processing. It's literally, it's what, you know, you and I are doing as we heal ourselves. It's what anybody does really when they heal themselves. It's understanding the pain. It's, it's sitting with it's it sitting and trying it. to process it it's giving its moment on stage and additionally it's recognizing the feelings and what we're going through and having the language you know like that was something that Shuri, Shuri kept saying during the film like how I don't know what to say like how how am I supposed to feel how am I supposed to cope with this how am I supposed to understand that my brother is gone and then when Queen Ramona like, died how am I supposed like, to understand she's... that this person is now gone like, how am I supposed to deal with that? And having that representation of that, you may not always have the language, but then seeing the progression and the growth of where she finally allowed herself to have that moment and that breakdown is something that we all need to take note of. It is okay to mm-hmm. have that moment. It is okay to break down. And furthermore, it is okay to give yourself the permission to break down. Which is what we both had to do for that movie, especially towards the end. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I am not used to allowing myself to feel in public, so that was a new experience for yeah. me. Like, I I had to 
be okay with being vulnerable. A, in a room full of other motherfuckers I don't know. And additionally, around someone that I normally play the role of checking. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's yes, me. It's you. <laughs> and so it it was this like moment of telling myself like it's okay. Have this moment right here, right now. If you need to have it, and I needed to have it, so I took it and I I cried. Like, likewise. But yeah, it was a an incredible movie. If Angela Bassett does not get at least an Oscar nomination, we riot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we flip the tables. <laughs> mm-hmm. I fully recommend it. Um, and I also fully recommend the soundtrack because the soundtrack also decided we're like, you know what? Tear ducks, they're in this season. Let's get them activated. Girl, right? uh, she. The and we both we were texting about this earlier, like before we recorded. The song alone, which I believe we are going to share with y'all here today, oh, the lyric, the lyrics of that song have taken my emotions, picked them up, shook the shit out of them, coddled them, and put them back down snugly in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, like, was there any specific uh, lyric that kind of jumped out at you? Um, it was the part where it says, um, when my whole world is set on fire, don't leave me alone. I can't tell you yeah, how many part- times I have been through some shit and you just see motherfuckers scattered like roaches. Like, I'm that person who is constantly there for people and to be going through some shit and not have anybody in your corner like that feels like shit so to hear in a song kind of like pleading with someone or pleading with like the ancestors and the spirits of like when this happened please like let me know i'm not by myself like has really Mm -hmm. taken my emotions and really have been just like it i want to do a dance to that song i want to do a to it it is like really hitting a lot of notes within my spirit and my being mm-hmm. how about you Dole? and yeah i we ugh, that song like i listened i actually listened to it after i dropped you off yes and um had to blink real fast or i was gonna need to pull over yeah 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 i feel that Because, like, there's some lines in here, and we're not going to play the whole song for uh, partially because we don't want to get copyright struck. That part. Um, But also because, well, mostly that. (laughs) (laughs) But also because we we are already running late, and we still want to find out uh, if someone is the drama, which we'll get to shortly. Um, But do you have any parting thoughts before we segue into our musical break? Go watch the movie. If you have not, if you decided to listen to this and not take our warning, please still go fucking watch it. If you did watch the movie. And bring tissue. And if you did watch it, please, 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 please. I want to know what you thought about it. Please go comment Mm -hmm. on uh, Facebook or Twitter and let us know what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Put your thoughts and feelings under the photo of the two of us in front of the poster. Yes. We've already got a post up. Yes. Um, 
But no, just like one of the lyrics in here before it, which y'all are more likely than not going to hear. Um, it's partial part of the part of the lyrics are in. Uh, I think it's Nigerian pidgin is the term for the language. I forget if that's accurate or not. Please feel free to correct me. I would much rather be correct, especially with the uh, country that apparently I am mostly from. Um, but swapped out for standard English. Uh, one of the lyrics is. What are you going to do when you're feeling like you're falling and you can't find anything to hold on to? Yes. And I don't know. There's something about that lyric and the matching lyric later on where instead of that, it's uh, when you're feeling like you're screaming really loud, but nobody hears you. Yeah. And then I think it goes into count every blessing, count every lesson. You may not see tomorrow, so I count every second. Yes. You know what? I know we you know, normally yeah. do. Is it me? Am I the drama? I think for this episode, I would rather us skip that. And I really just want to give these dolls a nice send off with this song. All right. For this episode. Well, then in that case, in that case, I'm I'm here for it. We'll save our we'll we'll find out the ever elusive mystery of if someone is indeed the drama for our, we'll save that for the next episode. Cause Ooh, it's, it's a good it one. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the song we are going to play is alone by Burna boy. Um, I'll be, I'll make sure to put the rest of the credits in the show notes. Um, and just as a disclaimer, we are not uh, playing the song for any profit of our own. We are using it under fair use for, uh, critique evaluation, uh, Etc. I don't remember all the legalities of it, but we're not paying it to make money. We're playing it because we like it and we want our listeners to listen to it. And too, eventually, we'll it. tag we will <laughs> tag him on Twitter. Like I, I've already tagged him in a post earlier, so it ain't nothing but a thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess we will give our closing arguments as always. Please, please go forth and be the change you wish to see in this world. Agreed. And take wow. Uh, drink water, take your meds, and do better, y'all. Bye. Here's Burna Boy. It's just another night, just another fight for my life. It's alright because everything dies, nobody know why. What did I go do? What did you go do when you're feeling like you're falling and you can't find nothing to hold on to?
Yeah. 